Welcome to Essential Conversations. I'm your host, Rebecca Mears, with my co-host, Luca Halex. So here we are. It is at CJSF. It is Listener Appreciation Week. And, you know, once a year we come to you and we ask you to give us some money and, to, you know, some of your hard-earned dosh that you can plunk down to support community and campus radio. And, and we like to be able to come back to you at the opposite end of the year and appreciate you for being here. Because if you weren't here, we wouldn't even be able to come and ask you for any of your hard-earned dosh. Um, <laughs> we, you know, we're here because you're here out there listening. And so we're devoting our whole show today, Rebecca and I, to you out there and why you show up and what you get from coming and hanging out with us in our all of our craziness. Um, and we thought we'd start the show today by talking to you about what our guests always ask us when we're on our way up the mountain, getting ready for our show. And they always say to us, and how did you two get started in this? <laughs> and what made you decide that you wanted to do radio? And have you done radio before? And there's a whole bunch of questions. So we thought we'd start today by sharing some of our answers to those questions so that you know a little bit more about us and how we got started in all of this and and what it what it does for us and, and how we came up with the format for the show in the first place. It's where we're giving you sort of an x-ray of behind the scenes. Um, and we thought we'd also like to talk to you a little bit about what's been happening at the radio station since the pandemic started, because we, like every one of you out there, have been scrambling to cope with um, the isolation that we have to go through because of the pandemic. And all of the programmers at the station here have done their very best to continue to produce radio for you because we love it, because we believe in it, and because community is still absolutely essential to what we do here. So that's where we're going to start today is um, we're going to imagine you in the car with us on our way up the mountain asking us the questions about who are we and how did we get started in this and how do we even know each other? Because um, that's that's part of this, too, because we're a partnership and we have been all the way through um, the show. And as of uh, tomorrow, I think uh, it's been seven years that we've been on air with you. So you're getting to know us little little bits at a time as we reveal little portions of ourselves every every week when we broadcast. You're getting to know us and. And we're imagining that we get to know you. So we thought we'd share some of our imaginings um, about who you are out there and, and how, we're, um, how we're connecting with you with heart, our hearts and our minds um, and, our, and our programming as we, as we continue along doing essential conversations and, and with, with in whatever way, because we've altered that a little bit in the last year. Mm -hmm. So uh, here we go, Rebecca. Um, <laughs> How we got to know each other. Rebecca and I um, met when we were doing our coaching training um, here in Vancouver. And that was in 2000, the winter of 2011. 
So we hadn't known one another for all that long before we started doing the show. True. Um, True. But we had been out and about doing community stuff in the city um, around, although around the whole of the the um, greater Vancouver area. Yeah. We'd been going out once a week on Wednesday afternoons. We'd plunked ourselves in independent cafes. We weren't doing this in um, any of the big uh, chain uh, cafes. We were finding all the quirky independent cafes that we could and setting ourselves up for the afternoon and publicizing on social media that that's where we would be and that we would be offering um, short little uh, coaching sessions and and I was doing readings. And so that's that's where we got started and we got to know one another quite well doing just just hanging out like that every at once an afternoon once a week um for quite a while and then uh, i'll let you take over the next bit because you were the initial contact around the yeah. radio yeah so we've been doing that and building our our businesses separately <clears throat> and there was one day that a friend of mine um shared forward on facebook a post that was from cjsf and one of the programming directors here saying that they needed a new host for their feminist centered show and it was a call it was a call out for anybody who would be interested to take on that role and i was sharing it forward but then i found myself responding to it like i've got my hands typing in front of me here it was one of those things where it's like the hands take over and you're typing a response and you don't really know why you're doing it it's like why i'm i'm reaching out and i'm not sure why but i did so and 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 then it 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 made me laugh at myself because moments like those always feel a little bizarre it's like i'm really unsure why this <laughs> this is not something i was looking for so it it struck me as so bizarre and funny and quirky that um, the next time that I saw you, Luca, when we met up for one of our coffees, which was very frequent, I, to I told you, it was like, I don't know why I did this, but I just saw this thing. It was about radio shows, uh, this, this specific show. And then I responded and I'm not entirely sure why I did that. It's not like I really necessarily have room for that in my life, but here I, I did. And you gave me the, like, you, your response put my jaw on the floor because you just looked at me very matter-of-factly and you said, I could do a radio show with you. <laughs> well, before we even did that, I said, because you were going to, you were going to go up to the radio station and, and do, what um, uh, they call them an orientation, right? Uh, uh, get to know, ask questions, see if, see if you like the feeling of the station. And I said, can I come? Yeah, yeah. Well, and as soon as we got in there, I said, I think we could do a radio show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we just, CJSF made it so easy. It became just an invitation to attend one of their regular orientations, which anybody can come by, just to learn, get a tour of the station, be, be informed about how it works, what it's for, who, who, who's on staff, who volunteers, what possibilities are there. And so I got started first by I took on the role that was for the feminist um, show that had that that slot opening. And so there was an ex a pre-existing show and they just needed somebody else to come and sit in. And I discovered as I learned how to work the board and do that show alongside a couple other co-hosts that that the that the nature of the show, which was an interview based show, was incredibly easy for me with the training as a coach and a counselor that I have, because both of us, we've got 
that's the skill set we've been cultivating for many years is to be very present in the moment, listening very carefully, not only to what the person in front of us is saying, but what they're not saying. And what are they telling us with their, with their body language? And what are they telling us with their word choice? So I didn't need to prepare the way that other hosts needed to usually by doing research on the person and coming up with a list of questions. I found that I could, could just show up, have the basic information about the person, and then just poke around with my questions. And it ended up being a pretty well-rounded show. And so that was really quite delightful to discover that not only was this easy for me, um, but it felt comfortable. And as I learned how to work the board, then that was when we began to develop our idea of, well, what would we like to do together? And we decided that, that our greatest strength was our curiosity of people. And that that would probably be the best door for us to walk through. That it's because we have that natural, well, somewhat natural, and then trained on top of that inclination to curious questioning for a purpose of uncovering someone's story or their goals or purpose, that that would be a great skill set to apply to someone who would come on, someone who was willing to share about themselves, get them in the hot seat for what started out originally as just a half an hour show. And we really quickly realized that that was not at all enough time for us to really go deep with people. And so after just a few months of that, we, we ended up switching over to a one hour long show. So that's how we got started. Now we're, we're, is it seven years? Seven, seven years, years this month. Wow. It's kind of crazy to look back on that because I'm not a very consistent person. I don't have a regular schedule for things. I tend to be as changeable as the tides, but this has been something that has become an anchor point for me. Um, Friday afternoons were just always blocked off and it was time for not only sitting in front of the mic but the journey up the mountain the reconnecting with Luca the connecting and building rapport with somebody new that we would do before every show just on the day of to help them to feel comfortable and to know what to expect and then that trip back down the mountain where we're usually bringing someone back home or you know plunking them back into their life or sending you off into yours and yeah, it's interesting how how well I've been able to hold that space. Um, it obviously became something that was important and valuable for me as well, rather than just... Well, I think that one of the key things here is that we enjoy it. And yeah. we would not have been able to continue doing this for seven years if this hadn't fed us. And I think one of the ways, it feeds us in two ways. One of them is is relationship. And, and we have a relationship that works. Yeah. And is um, creative and symbiotic, uh, and the other part of it is our curiosity and 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 our and I think also a, a, a huge valuing of community. And each of it, each of us does it in a different way, but we both really value um, community and what community can do for us. And I think also learning. I mean, we're we had to learn a lot to do this because neither of us were experts in radio. And, and it just goes to show that you don't have to be in order to do a show. You can learn the skills and it's not rocket science. And we're still learning all the time. Um, but, but, that, but we're also helping all of you out there who are listening to this um, to learn more about the people who make up our community. 
and, and what those people are doing. And I think one of the things that's really important to mention about campus and community radio is that um, our mandate under the CRTC in Canada is to represent the underrepresented voices in our society. And so you and I are already, um, we are part of that underrepresented group in the sense that we, we are um, uh, sole proprietors, which puts us on the fringes already. Um, we, are, um, we are women doing radio, which um, has not been traditional. There's way more women in radio now, but that has not always been the case. Um, so, so we're, and we're, we work in fields that are not traditional fields. Uh, we live in ways that are not traditional ways. And so we have access to a lot of people who are, who are, have been marginalized in whatever ways, haven't been discovered yet, don't have enough of a voice. So we, we get to contribute to, um, putting a spotlight on, on all of these wonderful people in, in our community. So, um, I think th- those values come out um, through all the shows that um, are hosted on on CJSF, but but our values in particular as as we go about doing this. And I and I make the assumption that um, all the people who all of you people out there who listen that that you appreciate that too, or you may be one of those um, underrepresented voices, and it may be comforting for you to know that there's other people out there who are like that and who are doing interesting um, uh, exploratory experimental things in, in the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, we were just talking a few minutes ago about um, how do we imagine all of you listeners out there. And, and I tend to imagine you, I've got you all in cars. Um, I think partly because we're from five until six and that's on a Friday, which, which means that I'm imagining you all either driving out of town or driving home um, and being in your car to listen to us. Or I imagine you standing at your kitchen sink, making dinner. (laughs) And that's, that may be a fairly narrow way to look at you, but that's, that's basically how I, how I see you out there. How do you see everybody, Rebecca? I don't see physical qualities. What I what I'm what I see is more about what I imagine as the impact of listening to the kind of show that we're producing. So I envision I do this when I'm asking questions of people. I will ask a question that for me feels like this is going to crack something open for me to understand something in a new level or for the person in front of me to suddenly understand themselves in a new light. And if they haven't even understood that or seen that about themselves, then myself and everybody who's listening is also going to have a little bit of a eureka or an epiphany or a reframing. So I, my hope, my desire through the process of any show is that there is one, two, however many listeners that while they're listening, something that is said just hits them and and touches something that they've been either wrestling with in their own mind, questioning with on their own, have had the same thought, but now it becomes an externally validated, yes, this is another way of perceiving things kind of thing, with the hope that someone sort of has a moment and goes, oh, 
now I have <laughs> new thoughts or, oh, now I have new ideas for how to deal with something or, oh, I really feel like I resonate with that person that's a guest on the show. Like what the thing that they're describing is something I understand so well. And this does something for me. That's what I imagine is that the people listening are having moments, maybe not continuous moments, but moments during a show or various shows with like, oh, that did something for me. That is my greatest hope and wish. Yeah. It's, it's that those, they're all, it's almost um, like little sparks or little, um, little explosions of energy. Uh, and I'm an energy person, right? So I, I imagine it that way. It's like that, because I see epiphanies that way. It's like, it's, it's, it's almost physical in my body of this, ooh, there's an excitement and a release of adrenaline um, that goes with it. And, yeah. and some passion gets sort of poofed out into the, into the atmosphere. Wow. Um, and when, then we can go from it. We had, a, we had an interesting conversation very early on because I systematize everything. So, so and on the show, Rebecca is the person who's got um, the technical skills uh, and which, at which I am. Yeah, I understand them, but I and I appreciate what goes on, but that's not really my thing. But I'm really good at systematizing. So I said, well, all right, we need a we need a um a little questionnaire that goes out. And it and we need to ask we need to say, okay, bring us some show and tell. So we er, very early on, um, we're asking our guests to come in with um Things like they would bring to kindergarten class with, with the, you know, to show everybody in the class. Um, but, but it gives us a, a jumping off point to, and it gives them some structure to hold on to, to make it very comfortable for them to talk to us um, when we're, when we're having a conversation with them on the show. So, and then we take, we've been taking for, for all the way along, we've been taking pictures of what they bring in mm -hmm. and then, and then we share them on our um on our essential conversations page we we tweet them out we were we were we haven't been so much recently but um before the pandemic we were tweeting them out the pictures out um and also putting them on our facebook page um so that that gave us a point of interaction with all of you listening to us so that you could you could get some visual um as well uh, yeah. around around how this goes together and the other thing we asked them for was two songs that that we uh, that had meaning to them that either made them feel fantastic or got them through something or exemplified something and so we've had this wonderful eclectic um, variety of songs and music on the show every week yeah. from all of our guests and it has introduced us to a lot of music that either we'd forgotten about or or we didn't know about in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, we even had um, we've had a few people come on and play music on the show. Um, we had one one guy, um, uh, Kempton, came on and and played a song that he had written for his granddaughter. He sang it to us. It was that was really neat. Um, so we and we we catalog all of these and we take all of our shows. We've um, put the recordings up in our archives. So they're on SoundCloud. So um, traditionally, radio has been very in the moment mm -hmm. and you hear a show and then it's gone. Um, but we've been with modern technology, we've been able to capture it and put those shows on SoundCloud, which are available for free. Anybody can go in and listen to them. 
um, through the CJ through CJSF on the on the on SoundCloud. Yeah. So so we have all of these. The songs are all in there, and the conversations with all of the people. And like, it has to be more than three hundred. Um, I think we're, yes. yeah, we're in like two, yeah, probably maybe this last year with the amount of ones that we've done. I'm always behind. This is my personal struggle. I may be the tech person, but I'm also all over the place. I'm pulled in five. I'm years. challenged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and because this is not, uh, we're not paid to do this. This is, this is our volunteer and our labor of love. Um, it means that things that bring in the money sometimes <laughs> often have to take priority and so then some of the infrastructure work that goes behind yeah. gets delayed or encounters problems like our website got knocked down about a year ago and it just has not it's there was so many hours of work that had been into that yeah. that I have not been able to recreate yeah. but um you know, but that's also, that's part of what makes us real. This is not corporate. This is just a couple of, of women that are working hard to present something, share something of themselves and, and create an environment in which other people can connect. But, you know, Luca, you were referring to the social media aspect and that, that was always like a delicious part for me because, well, I've, I've got a bit of ADHD happening in my brain. So I tend to <laughs> something to do with my hands. So when we are talking, we share the questions back and forth, which is really a helpful dynamic because my brain isn't always ready with another question, right? Because we are doing it in the moment and we are listening and paying attention. But you'll ask a question and a person will be responding. And there's often times where people will refer to a book that influenced them or an artist or a professional that's in their realm that had a big mentoring capacity or were very inspiring to them or they would just refer to their body of work, whatever. And or website or resource yeah. of some kind. Yeah. And I mean we can imagine times like that in regular conversations that we might have with anybody. And if it's an especially poignant um thing that the person is sharing that we would also like to follow up on, we will ask them to email us or send us a message with the information about that person. So we it's difficult to do that on a radio show. And we don't necessarily know what might spring out for our listeners. And so I've tried to make a practice of when somebody refers to one of these things that I'll do a really quick Google search, I'll pull a link, and then I'll send it out on Twitter, which will sometimes map across to Facebook, depending if the interface is working well which then becomes a bit of a track record. So if you might be listening to us online, even if you're not look, look sorry, you're listening to us in the car, uh, you mm -hmm. could always pop back to one of our social medias later to see, did they tweet out about um, this specific thing that I had wanted to remember and, and follow up on myself. But it also becomes a place where people can message us questions in the moment. With, people mm -hmm. haven't really done that very much. And so I want to let you know right now, Dear listener friend, we would love to hear that from you. If you're ever listening to a conversation, when we finally get back into the studio and we're live, of course, right now we're not live because COVID, we still have to pre-produce this from home. But whenever we're back to being live, you can send us questions in the moment. And I will most of the time see them while I'm in social media doing things and we'll happily ask the questions that you might have. So if you get inspired or you have a thought or you want to contribute something even to the conversation, you're welcome to jump in. We expect you to be engaged. We are holding a seat for you at our table. <laughs> and, and even further than that, if 
um, we always capture the information about the person we have on as a guest. So there's always a way to contact them. And we will ask in on the show, we'll say, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to, to connect with you? And we've heard over the years um, stories of people who have um, connected with people who've been on the show. So we put their website information up or their email or uh, some people even give out a telephone number and say, yeah. please call me. Um, which which I love because that puts um, guests, pre- previous guests in touch with current guests and listeners in touch with guests and guests in touch with listeners and 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 we love that 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 um, the symbiosis that happens because yeah. of that um, because we have that crossover. Um, it's time for a song. So we picked a few. I'm probably going to handpick a couple of them rather than play all of them. The first one I'd like to play today is a, a happy boppy song that I got on my playlist. <laughs> it comes on every, it's called On the Radio by Regina Spector. And I picked this one just because it, it calls to mind memories of my childhood when you felt a little, there was more listening to the radio as a general rule when you'd be traveling around town or you'd tune in for traffic updates or you'd tune in for the news and you and when you were young you'd listen to all the latest hits because that was the only place that it was really available and you could sometimes call in and have chats with the djs in the evening which community radio is one of the few places where you can still do that <laughs> and so this feels like an echo to the past, but an echo of where we are right now. So let's have a listen to On the Radio by Regina Spector. This is how it works. It feels a little worse than when we drove our hearse right through that screaming crowd while laughing up a storm until we were just bone until it got so warm that none of us could sleep and all the styrofoam began to melt away we tried to find some worms to aid in the decay but none of them were home inside the Don't get harmed, but even if it does. 
You'll hear November rain that solos off along, but it's a good refrain. You'll listen to it twice, 'cause the DJ is asleep on the radio, on the radio, on the radio, uh oh, on the radio, uh oh, on the radio, uh oh, on the radio. Welcome back to Essential Conversations with Rebecca and Luca that we just listened to on the radio by Regina Spector. We're talking today to you. We're talking to you. Yeah, you sitting there listening in to our voices right now. This is our Listener Appreciation Week here at CJSF, and we're taking some time to answer questions that we often get from the people that we meet in our day-to-day life, whether they be guests that have listened to the show and now they're coming up with us up to up the mountain, up Burnaby Mountain to record a show with us. What are the usual questions they ask us? We thought we'd take time to actually answer those for you because maybe you're curious about it too. You've gotten to know us a bit over the years, but maybe you don't know some of these basic things about us. But before we go any farther, because I did reference going up Burnaby Mountain, I would like to take a minute and to ground in and recognize that we are broadcasting, we are living, we are working on the unceded ancestral territories of the Squamish, the Musqueam, the Tsleil-Waututh, and the Coquitlam Nations. We remind ourselves of that every week. Most of the programmers, this is this is a practice here at CHSF, and practice is the best word for it. It is not a conclusion. We have not completed our work. We are not um, at the end of any journey. We are on a journey. And part of that is the acknowledging of who we are, where we are in time and space, both the land and then us as individuals. And how are we engaging with that? And one of the things that has been such a privilege for me in being a part of this show, Luca, maybe this will be the same for you, is how much learning we get by having all of these voices that do come on air alongside of us. Because we don't necessarily, we do a a little bit of research, we gather some information, as Luca was describing earlier, we'll send out an Um, a form and they can tell us the things, the highlights that they want us to know about themselves. But we're very present in the moment to learn about what is the story from this human in front of us. And there are, we, we get welcomed into some pretty profound learning pivotal moments for these humans. And oftentimes listening to their stories is impactful for our own journey. It causes us to see things in new ways and to interact with our fellow humans in new ways, to see ourselves in new ways, perhaps reveals to us ways in which we can be and do better as we engage with the world. I hope that we're also providing that for our listeners too. Um, 
it's it would be one thing to be trying to create that for someone without actually going through that process ourselves but i think by it's a more organic thing when we show up ready to curiosity has to involve a willingness to learn right you can't be curious and then and then reject something that's unexpected or different from your worldview that kind of defeats the purpose of curiosity curiosity involves a willingness to adapt to well, and I, I imagine that you as listeners must be curious as well otherwise you wouldn't be listening to cjsf that that because we are a station of diversity and so if you're listening to us you must like diversity yeah and and so so you're learning by listening to us and and we learn by listening to our community and that includes you so um one of the things that we've noticed is that people who come on the show as guests are often become listeners they because they they maybe didn't know about the station before or didn't know as much about it as they learned by coming and being on the show especially if they came up the mountain with us and sat in the studio and so that that process is um it's like a full cycle uh that the that the guests become listeners and the listeners um can suggest guests and and so we're we're and one of the things that the radio station does is go out into the community on a regular basis pre-pandemic we were anyway where we would have tables we we call it we have a, a verb for it tabling where we where we go out to public events and have some of our volunteers um uh host a table where where the public anybody in the public can come and talk to us about the radio station and about um, what our mandate is and how they can get involved and and ask us questions and give us feedback. Um, and I think that that's a really important part of this process that we're talking about right now, which is that um, it's anybody can make radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and the station is really supportive of teaching people how to make radio if that's what they would like to do. And there are a number of ways that you can get involved that don't necessarily mean that you have to immediately sit down behind a microphone, but you, but you can, if you want to, right there, we have um, Jambalaya is one of the shows where, where you can go in as a new host and, and learn about it. So this makes me feel like, why don't we poke around a little bit, Luca into, we, we talked about how we connected with doing the show as we, as we do it right now, like the actual practical, this was the invitation from CJSF. This is how we responded. But did you have anything that happened in your past that made you especially open to stepping into this role? Well, we've talked about this before. That you had actually had some exposure to radio. I'd never had any exposure to radio, but I had had exposure to public speaking. Right. And so that that didn't worry me at all. And And it's the nature of my work as a coach, as a counselor, and as a psychic that I just show up fully present and follow the leads. Right. So, and so um, that was easy for me to do that on the show with you. Um, so that's, uh, but I didn't know, I didn't have any experience in radio at all. And, and so I can testify to the fact that anybody can come in and, and learn something about doing radio. Yeah. You know, it's, it's accessible. Yeah. And I can't really say that, 
I didn't have much of anything. I had just a a little tangential thing that happened. Yeah. When I was in summer camp as a teenager where they had a on camp on at the campground, they had their own little radio station. And one of the activity modules was everybody come in, pick a song, speak for a second, give an introduction to your song. And then that's it. And you move on. And then days later, they reached out to me and said, Rebecca, come, we chose you because of your intro to the song to announce the entire baseball basketball game, which was absolutely confusing for me because I don't know basketball and I couldn't call any plays. And so I sat there really dumb for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally dumb as in not able to speak. I didn't yeah. know what to say. It yeah. was very awkward, but then they decided to give me an award at the end of camp for radio. I don't know. It was so <laughs> random. It just felt random, but, but it lodged something in my brain as a, what is this about? Yeah. And so when this, yeah. this opportunity came, I'm sure that was there, this little mm-hmm. long ago deposit yeah. from years past that has nothing to do with anything I've ever done since although I have had lots of public speaking um, experience as well, but I have to throw into the pot for anybody who's listening and maybe who might want to do their own show at at CJSF. Don't let being shy and worried in front of a microphone hold you back because the whole public speaking thing. Yeah, I've done it, but I was the girl who in high school would stand there with her cue cards, with her hands shaking, the cards shaking. And I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. It was the most terrifying thing I'd ever done. I I would avoid it every chance I got. It was the worst, worst, worst thing. I've heard people who say that, that, that public speaking is more terrifying than dying to them. And so, cause it's something you have to live through. You have it's to- interesting how many people at the station would consider themselves introverts. Right. And because you go, you know, you go into the booth, um, the, rec- the, the, the radio broadcasting booth, um, either all on your own. A lot of people just have their, their own show. Right. And yeah. they, they decide what songs they're going to play, what music they're going to play. Um, or they talk to all of you listeners out there and that they're just all by themselves. And, and you and I, we go in there either just by ourselves or with a guest. And, and so it doesn't, it feels very intimate. Yeah. It's you, the listeners out there and us speaking to you through this microphone in a, in a really small room. Uh, and although we're going to we're going to graduate to a little bit bigger space at CJSF, we started with a storefront. That's where the radio station was, and and they've since um, they've opened uh, a new building, student services building on the campus, and the promise was that they would move us into this building um, along with all the other um, services, student services. And that space that, that we have been occupying, occupying is going to be developed for something else. So we've been excited about this ever since we started at the station because it was already supposed to be happening then. Well, it's taken us seven years, more than seven years, because it was already promised before we started at the station uh, that we were going to have this new space. Well, it's actually, it could happen this year. Woo! So we're getting very excited about that, about being able to move into this modern space that will be configured even better than, than what we've been working with. Mm -hmm. So that's fabulous that that's coming. 
Uh, let's play one of our other songs and then maybe we can come back and we can talk about where we're going, how we've been evolving. Maybe we can invite our, our listeners into that process too. So our next song is um, by OK Go. It's their version of the Muppet Show theme song. <laughs> we, we chose this because we've got, we've got the aliens from Sesame Street as part of our intro to the show. And that's, it's it's a little tongue-in-cheek and I've been called most of the Muppets at some point in my life I tend to have a Muppet-ish personalities it seems so the Muppets feel very close to home the aliens are always one of those characters that have just tickle our funny bone so much they're just so ridiculous but they're explorers they're intrepid yep. explorers. They've come. They don't know what they're doing, but they're here. They're going to engage, and they're and they show up with what they got. And that innocent curiosity really represents what we hope to be bringing to our conversations. Yeah, that and and playfulness, playfulness, which we also embrace on yeah, the show. Exactly. All right, so here we are with the Muppet Show theme song by OK Go. conversations with Rebecca and Luca that was the Muppet Show theme song as interpreted by OK Go OK Go is one of those fun I love them so much their playfulness with all of their videos um, a, a group that I discovered solely through their presence online rather than through listening to the radio or having their music passed forward by somebody else um, so Luca 
I thought maybe we'd talk for a little bit. We could share with our listeners about um, how, I mean, I'm sure that they've noticed, you've noticed listeners, how we've needed to adapt over this last year. Uh, It's not, we did try to bring guests into the studio a number of different times. Well, not into the studio, but to connect with us through Zoom or Skype or whatever was our platform at the time. And we found that the dynamic just didn't end up feeling the same as when we would be in the studio. I'm not, we don't necessarily know exactly why, but there was some kind of the magical bubble that would happen when we would go into the studio and we would engage in conversation just didn't seem to happen the same way. And so it was frustrating for us because yeah, we were losing the sizzle. Yeah. And, and so then it starts to feel it's like when something loses its flavor, it loses its zing. You, you said it good. You said it lost. Like it. old gum. <laughs> old gum. Ah. <laughs> so we, because we found that hard, what we did was we ended up falling back onto what was always our stopgap measure. So down through the years, we would always be scheduling ahead of time. And there were pockets of time where someone would cancel on us for their their time they would come on the show and it would usually be last minute and it was very hard to replace somebody without a whole lot of notice because you usually need to give we need to pull people away from their lives for about three hours or so in order to really get them up the mountain get them settled do the show and then bring them back home so on those days we one day we just sort of fumbled into let's just pick a topic and we will talk about it ourselves And then we discovered that it actually was a lot easier than we anticipated. That was not the premise of what we were here to do, but it came easily for us. And it actually felt very natural. It's the kind of conversations that we will have when we see each other outside of radio because we're friends. We actually. Well, it it became another version of an essential conversation. Yeah. Because what we were talking about was to do with our essence. Yeah. And, and what we were, and we've always talked about what's going on for us in the moment. Yeah. And so at the beginning of the pandemic, we were talking about what the pandemic was doing in our lives and how we were responding to it and how we believe that you as listeners were responding and what, and what kinds of, we were trying to imagine what kinds of things you might need to hear about yeah. um, that we also needed to hear about. Right. So we always are coming from an authentic place. We're not manufacturing a conversation between the two of us. As you said, it, it's a conversation that we would have been having over a cup of coffee anyway. Right. Yeah. So we, so we, br- we're, we brought that to you. And at the beginning of the pandemic, we were doing one, we would bring one show out of the archives and then we would do one between the two of us. And then we even started doing um, conversations with one another more frequently than that. So it's still somewhat of a mixture, like last week was um, one from the archives. Uh, but, but I think that our conversations are, um, I, I mean, I certainly enjoy doing them with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes across in the conversations. And I think we learn things because we bring our curiosity about the world and about each other to those conversations. And then uh, all of you as listeners get to be privy to that conversation. And I hope that we're talking about things that will have occurred to you too, that 
that you'll think, oh God, yes, I was just thinking about that the other day, or yes, I'm curious about that too, or that matches with something that I'm going through. Right. Yeah. So we're probably going to focus on doing that more deliberately going forward. This is part of our growing edge is realizing that maybe this is something that we can pour more attention into. And really, this also provides a bit of an opening and opportunity for our listeners, because this space is one in which you could contribute the things which are happening to you, the things which are on your mind, the things that you would really love to hear someone else wrestle with audibly and muddle their way through, pulling in some resources as they go. Because what we usually do is we... We will talk about things and we'll try to turn them from different angles between the two of us with our different experiences and paradigms. But then we'll also try to uh, pull out from each other, how do we personally navigate through whatever is the difficulty of this? What tools or skills or resources do we go into? Do we pull from in order to navigate something that might be challenging? And we're hoping that, well, I know that this is what happens when I listen to what Luca does. I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think of that before. And probably the same in reverse. It, it, it enriches each of us and we're hoping that it provides something for you, but it also can become a a place where you can write into us very easily, reach out through our social media, send us an email and let us know something you would like for us to talk about or Pitch in with your resources, your skills, your tools. When you listen to us talk about something and you're like, you know what? Here's something else. Here's a great resource that others of your listeners maybe not have heard of that you may you didn't mention. So maybe you could use this. By all means, let's make this a bigger group conversation. We would so love to receive that. We will amplify it. We will share it forward. And let's expand the community even deeper out into all of you who are listening yeah, um, because you are, you are essential to us. Um, not only are the conversations essential, but you are essential. I go back to this idea of if you weren't out there listening, we would have no reason to show up here. Yeah. So we love the fact that you're out there. Um, and, and we, you know, we, to a certain extent, we take it on faith that you're that you're out there. Um, but but, you know, a- absolutely, we wouldn't do this if we didn't believe you were out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our Twitter has been very quiet over the last <laughs> the last year since we have to pre-record. And I'm not doing the the clickety clacky at the same time that that uh, we would if we were in the studio but we're still available there. You can still reach out to us there. And I hope that as we find our new normal coming out the other side, I got vaccinated this week. Hooray. (laughs) Um, As we find our new normal going forward and we'll be back in the studio, then we'll be um, engaging on those fronts much more again. I'm sure. Yeah. If you follow us on our Facebook page, um, which is called Essential Conversations, Essence, T-I-A-L. Um, we announce, I, I do a, a video announcement every week of reminding people that the show is on. Mm-hmm. Um, so every time we do a fresh broadcast, mm-hmm. I put it up 
Um, so that, that gives you a reminder if you, if you had forgotten and if you want to listen to us live, um, that's your reminder each Friday. I put it up sometime on Friday afternoon, um, before five o'clock. And you can set yourself a little reminder that we're coming up at five, you know, just program it into your phone, um, that you want to be with us. And, and it's, a it's a fun way to end the week. I think, um, a, a reflective way to end the week and sometimes a way that, that will um, create some new ideas for you going forward as we all try to deal with this strange pandemic time that we're, that we're dealing with. Um, everybody at the station has had to adapt. Yeah. All of our programmers have been adapting. Some of us have been learning new technologies in order to do it. Um, and some, some people not, we were using quite a bit of technology anyway, but, but some people weren't and had to, had to learn. We've had to, as a station, invest in some new equipment so that people could record their shows from home. Um, so we're, we're deep on this steep learning curve as we, as we continue to produce radio that is relevant in, in these times. Um, and we do that because of you out there. Mm -hmm. amen sister Amen. (laughs) so what would we say is our vision going forward that we can invite our listeners into it always comes back to essence for me which is why we built it into the name of the show Um, what is our essence because we we build the show out of that um our the essence of our values and our curiosity um, and what is essential to the whole concept of community um, and of, of inclusion. Because I think that we're always trying to um, include more people into community. And I think that that um, strengthens the fabric of our society. And we've been learning a lot this year, at all of us as programmers and support people at the station, We've been trying to um, deepen our awareness of of what is involved in inclusivity. Um, We did that. We had a series of of, um, people presenting to us um, online during the um, Black Lives Matters um, month. And and also we've just we've just been doing that. Um, We're doing it now with. appreciating all of you out there. So we're, we're learning all the time, all the time. Yeah. I, I envision an evolution of the show where we can be in more responsive engagement with listeners, even during the production or airing of a show where we are receiving your questions, your thoughts, and we're responding to those on air. So you can feel that organic connection uh, where you are contributing to what comes out within any given show. And I, I see a, a future where we know more about you because you've, you've stepped up to say, hey, I'm listening. And you, and you feel that collaborative impact. Um, Almost like you sitting in the in the third chair in the in the studio with us. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I'm actually curious to hear from to hear from you, uh, listeners. To hear from you right there. Yeah. 
perspective right now, like what would you envision for us? What would you love to see us grow into or adapt into? Uh, Because in the end, we're not just interested in talking to each other and it just being the two of us blowing some hot air. We want to be be creating uh, engagement and content that feels relevant and goes I mean, I was just going to say relevant. Yeah. Yeah. And useful. Yeah. Yeah. So by all means, let us know. You can play hot, hot, cold with us. Oh, this episode was on the hot, hot. Ooh, yeah. getting good. Yeah. Another yeah. one comes out. Oh, you're kind of cold. No, nah, not really in my zone. I'm nothing for me here. And we'll pay yeah. attention. We'll pay attention. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of fun. <laughs> yeah, we like to. We're really looking forward to opening it up to being even more two-way. Yeah. Um, or multi-way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And until next time. I wonder what's around the corner. Essential Conversations is brought to you courtesy of Luca Halleck's Power Sorcerer. And Rebecca Mears, Certified Coach. Increase your awareness, expand your options, empower yourself. Luca can be reached at www.lucahalix.com. I light the fires that light a thousand more. Connect with Rebecca at catchingfire.ca. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep, yep. Oh, Happy, 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 boing, 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 bo